Hello and welcome to the first ever Casually Canine. I'm Casey. And I'm Kate. How excited are you about doing this? <laughs> Probably not as excited as you are, but I am excited. Out of all the things that we have on our plate, this was like something I've been pushing for us to do because I feel like we're so transparent with all the things that we do in our business and our on our social pages and everything like that, but I think we can add a different aspect to it. And I think that a, a nice conversation with you, which I love to have, by the way, <laughs> is is going to be a good thing. Yeah, I think that a lot of the times people probably think since we're dog trainers, it's like we it's all we do is work with dogs, talk about dogs, think about dogs. But reality is we like life outside of dogs a lot. And yeah. we want to bring a little bit of that here. And Casey was very, very... Um, adamant that he's the host so i'm just his guest i'm here for it so i'm gonna let uh let him kind of you know take the lead on this but i think it's me cool for you guys to also get a little bit of a feel for us as people even though of course we show up on our canine pages on instagram and youtube very much as us but you get to see dog trainer um kate and videographer casey and not really as much casey and kate yeah, I think that's that's really important to hear about us is that, you know, we we do show so much, but there's so much that we don't show. And there, we do live life outside of dog training, believe it or not. We do have hobbies that we Weird. love to do. Weird. I don't really have that many hobbies. Like, if we think about it, you have way more hobbies than I do. I am very much a minimalist when it comes to planning activities, but a maximalist when it comes to other things in my life. What do you mean maximalist? Like, I mean, when I talk about things like I'm totally going to follow all of the trends and get mm. all of the Stanley cups, all the gadgets. Yeah. Like I like extra things that is definitely like getting my nails done, going to get massages. Like that's what I mean by, um, I'm definitely not a minimalist when it comes to the amount of yoga pants that I have and athleisure. Uh -huh. Definitely not a minimalist. I should be more of that, but from a standpoint of like filling my schedule with activities outside of what we do from our day-to-day -day life, I'm very much a minimalist, as you know. Yeah, but, you know, like, all the things that you just listed off, I mean, especially, like, the the athleisure stuff that you wear. I mean, you wear that every single day that, you know, we're here working and every single day that we're not working, too. And that's just, that's kind of our go-to attire. And you, are you especially. Are you actually saying that you don't see every time I get a new package and your eyes roll? Are you acting like you're supportive of these purchases all of a sudden? I feel like I've gotten way better at that. That was something that I've definitely been working on. All right. If you have a package that's at the door, I definitely just like hand it to you now and I'll let you open it. Yeah. I mean, unless it has, it's like it a, has my name like on a, it. Unless it. It's a federal offense if you open my mail. <laughs> <laughs> like, obviously. Very funny. Very funny. Uh. Threatening me with a felony. I'm threatening you. Yeah. Well, unless it's like an Amazon order, that's like some of our household goods that we'll just have, you know, on subscription from Amazon. I mean, I just usually hand them to you if it's, if I know it's like a, a clothing package for sure, if it's like in the, in the plastic bag. Okay. We're getting off topic. Yeah. We're getting off topic. <laughs> this, this will be, this is how it's going to go. Casey is very much a over explainer, um, over analyzer, which is, I think is a great aspect of him because he uh -huh. very much is attention to detail and, um, Ed, like he educates himself and does research and I am not that person I am not um let me let me back up I am not you're brief. impulsive 
I am not brief when it comes to explaining things that I'm doing with the dogs because that I just can't shut my mouth about and I just keep going. But when it comes to like <laughs> yesterday, I walk into the kennel room and Casey's like, the vacuum is smoking. And I'm like, okay, just buy a new one. And he's immediately looks at me like, oh my gosh, are you serious? Where he's like, MacGyver. The thing works, the thing works really, really well. Everybody. He's like, I really, love how really it well. sucks. I've had this vacuum. <laughs> you guys, I've had this vacuum since, I mean, eight years because I got it as when I got roadie. So I've had this vacuum for eight years. I feel like that's a good life. I'm like, let's, you know, maybe it's time to retire it. And then he, so this goes to show I'm a bit impulsive when it comes to just, let's replace it. No, it was just like, he's like, I think it just needs a new belt. I'm like, okay, whatever. You're really going to like buy a belt and then like replace it. I'm thinking that's going to be super tedious. Obviously it's not. Then he realizes just a hairball in there. So that just gives you a little bit of background on like us. He's going to like fix something, take a look at it before just impulsively buying something new. I would have already had something in my Amazon cart, which is probably not the best trait, but I think it balances each other out nicely. I was just going to say that that's where we balance each other out is uh, I'm going to be the one to like, like, hold on. Like, do we actually need to buy this right now? Or is it like a simple fix, like a hairball smoking in our vacuum that has lasted us eight years? What do we pay? For? What do we? I got it on a Groupon for like 80 bucks. $80 and I was stoked about it because, you know. This a, thing sucks like a shop vac. Oh my god! It is so good. But it smells when you use it. I mean, I, I, I probably I haven't, I probably haven't kept up with the, like, the filters as much as we probably should, but we would go through so many in the kennel room space. Do you think people it's our, actually keep up with vacuum filters? I didn't even, I don't even know if I've ever, have I ever purchased a vacuum filter? I mean, you haven't. I, I have. <laughs> okay. I definitely have uh, because I noticed when they do start stinking, especially the one in the house, because obviously it's our living space. We don't want, yeah. to, don't want it to smell, but anyways... I need to keep this thing going. So I do want to lay out, since this is our first ever podcast, kind of what we're thinking about as far as content um, to give you guys. And Let us have it. Let us have it. Yeah. So. Come on. Come on. The, <laughs> this is how she is, you guys. This is reality. This is how it is. Like, I'm not putting on a front right now. And I can tell. I know Casey. This is normal. I'm, he, I'm nervous going into he's, this. And I'm not nervous at all. He's nervous because he wants to make sure that the technical side goes right and he doesn't want me to be mad at him which i told him i'm not gonna be mad at him if he like stumbles on words i mean watch 99 percent of my videos i'm stumbling over something i'm saying or making up words that's that's yeah. another thing but um yeah i was like just make sure the camera's prepared the recording stuff's prepared because i don't want to have to re-record this 10 hundred times or 10,000. 10,000. So otherwise that's a thousand guys. <laughs> so I can tell when Casey's nervous about something. So I'll keep him rolling. That's, you yeah. know, isn't that what you do with your, your, your partner in crime? Yeah. That, that, there goes back to the balancing thing. Yeah. Anyways. So we're going to talk a little bit of dog training on here. Dog life, dog stuff. stuff. Yeah. And then the other half of this, we're going to just talk about everyday life. Uh, whatever our latest craze is, whatever is on our mind mm -hmm. that isn't dog. Might be vacuums. Might be vacuums. Might be Jersey Shore. I Yes. <laughs> we'll get to that. We'll get to that um, <laughs> because that is our latest craze, it's by the bad. way. And it, it, believe it or not, this show was in 2009 and we're re-watching it from the beginning. 
And another thing is for like the dog training side that we want to do, it's going to be kind of like a little bit of Kate's takes. So we get a lot of questions on our social media, um, which we appreciate. We love, we love the interactions. Um, we also share a ton of content. So we're going to kind of bring like the bigger topics that I get asked a lot, um, in my messages that it's like, I can't answer it in a DM. Otherwise I will literally be typing out a novel. Um, so stuff like that will bring to the table. So if there's things that you guys are like, Oh, we'd love to hear you guys talk about this topic. Um, let us know. And Casey will make sure that in our show notes, you can email him to his email and just put in the, um, in the subject exactly like Kate's takes or, you know, content for the podcast and Casey will make sure to go through all that and, and he'll lay all of that out. Make sure that if you're not following us on Instagram, which I'm guessing most of you are, cause that's kind of where, um, we reach a lot of people, but he'll make sure that you can find us on there, our website, all that good stuff in the show notes, but we want to bring stuff to the table that you guys want to hear, but we also just want you to get a good feel for us, um, and talk about the, life outside of canine. So that's mm-hmm. how we kind of came up with the name casually canine. Yep. Um, and we also get a lot of questions about working with your spouse and shadow week always brings up that topic for us of like, are you guys sick of each other? Do you guys drive each other nuts? And we'll get into that throughout the, um, weeks of our podcast. I think that'll be, you know, a really good topic, but like cliff notes version, I feel like personally, us working together has strengthened our relationship like hundred mm-hmm. percent, um, which is cool. Cause I think it could have gotten one way or the other, but I think we were ready for it to go one way or the other with knowing that, um, regardless our number one priority is, is us. So we would make changes accordingly. And we have, that's why Casey's doing more of what he's really good at of the video, the content, the helping me where I need help and not, he's not becoming a dog trainer, even though, like from a standpoint of applying what I've taught the dogs, he's dynamite. He's great at that stuff. But the intro stuff, not his thing. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. He doesn't need to be a dog trainer. Um, so I think that's something that we shifted pretty quickly early on. And we'll get yeah. more into that as the weeks go on as well. Yeah, that's a good point. Especially when I quit my other job before coming on board with canine. <laughs> Those who are watching on YouTube just saw that. So that's another thing. We're going to be airing this whole thing on YouTube. So if you want to see us talking versus in our just kitchen, listen. we're just in our kitchen right yep. now and he's tapping the table and makes everything my, vibrate. I talk, I talk with, with my, my hands, hands too, but dude, stop touching the table. We talked about this ahead of time. So I just, I just Anyways, smacked his what hand. What was away. I talking about? I don't know. I think we got the gist of like why we're doing this, yeah. what we want to accomplish. Casey will be your guys' go-to for anything content you'd like to see. Um, and don't judge us if you're like, <laughs> what the heck are they talking about? Very just, good point. Just know that's okay. If you're like, well, they're not really my people, but I think we're going to find even more of our people from us just coming to the table. <laughs> no pun intended. We're sitting at our table, um, as us Love it. and any of our friends that might be listening, they're like, yep, that's Kate and Casey. We're quirky. Mm-hmm. We just i don't know there's just we're we're kate and casey it's it's bizarre sometimes like the things that (laughs) we do of like talking especially for birdie so if you guys don't know we have two dogs roadie and birdie and birdie is like our 
sweet baby angel. Like she's a dog that I describe as a dog I wish I could have forever. Rody's a dog I explain that will never, I'll never be able to replace that piece of like my heart with him when you know, there comes a day that we don't have him. But he's a dog that I would never want again. And I say that with so much love. But Birdie is a dog that I'm like, I don't know how life will continue without her. Not to get morbid or creepy or anything like that. So we have a different connection with her and we like to talk for her and have like full-fledged conversations. I have a Birdie voice and everything. Do the Birdie voice. I'm like, um, Dad? And then Casey will literally go. <laughs> there she oh, is. Oh, no, here she comes. <laughs> and then what do you say? Yes, P. No, that's not how you say it. I go, mm, Dad. Yes, P. Yes, P. <laughs> and then hi, honey. And then we literally have a full-fledged conversation, and we'll, we will stop and go. Can you imagine if people saw us right now? Like, they would think we are so weird. But that doesn't make us stop. We we continue it. Yeah, we we're really weird when nobody's watching. <laughs> Not that weird. Like, don't get me like crazy <laughs> ideas. Like, no one would think we're that weird. It's just we talk for our dogs. We, I don't know. We. But there's often times that we'll sit back and be like, "Can you imagine if somebody else was listening to this or just walked in right now and heard what we were talking about?" And I be feel like, like that'd have to what? be normal. What the hell? I bet you a lot of people could be like, "Yeah, that's." That like totally relatable. Yeah. I don't know. Anyways, um, so we just got back from our van trip a month ago, which was super exciting. And yeah. I want to talk about something that came up frequently. So first off, we don't do private sessions. Like we don't advertise them on our website. Our main focus for usually training dogs is the board and train um, experience with us. And our virtual options. And our virtual options. Um, however we wanted to experience a van trip and kind of bring in some private sessions into those. So we can also meet people from around the country who do follow canine. And that was a great opportunity for us. Something that came up frequently in the private sessions as we're going through uh, and meeting everybody was talking about finding the right trainer for that person. I want to talk about that because that's really important um, when people are looking for a dog trainer for their dog and you, you say this really good when you're, when you're talking with that person face to face, the client, you say, find a trainer who you could see yourself sitting down and having an enjoyable conversation over a cup of coffee with. Mm -hmm. And I think that's really important. Can you talk about that a little bit and what you actually mean by that and why that's important? So I guess when I'm looking at something that I know is going to be an emotional, exciting, life-changing experience, like your dog is a huge component of your family. And I am the first to recognize that as a trainer of, I know that like for some people, dogs are their children. And so I want to make sure that people take a look at who they want to work with of like, who do they feel comfortable working with their dog from a standpoint of personality. Obviously, skill set is super important. Um, and, you know, making sure that the behaviors that you're struggling with, the owner or the trainer can help you with. 
But if you have two trainers where one person's been training for five years, one person's been training for 10 years, and say the person with 10 years of experience has a bunch of online certifications, great. Um, you know, they've had more years of experience, but the vibe of their personality is off-putting to you. Um, you feel super uncomfortable with, or just like you just don't see yourself vibing with them, but the person with five-year experience maybe, um, you know, is taking a little bit fewer dogs and just less experience and you love their personality, I would personally choose that person mm -hmm. um, because you want to have an open space where you can ask questions, feel comfortable having any sort of conversation because I know with my owners, and this isn't every single person because obviously everyone is different, but like I want them to feel comfortable when we are going to be having some of the tougher conversations because you have to change and changing is hard. And especially if your dog has any challenging behaviors, I want them to know that anytime that I come to the table with tough love, um, empathy is in the mix as well and compassion. And I want that for other owners with the trainers that they're looking for. So when people tell me, Kate, like, I feel like I know you when I come to drop my dog off or I have no hesitations leaving my dog right now. That's what I tell owners that, um, you know, I either have virtual sessions with or people that ask me on social media is look for that. Like the person that you feel like I can go to them with my concerns, with my questions, but also like, I feel like they could probably be my friend in the long run. Mm -hmm. Um, and again, I know skill set is so important. So if it's like you feel like you could be really good friends with someone, but this trainer can't help you with a behavior that you're um, struggling with, right. then, you know, go a different route. But um, just be really open to, you know, asking those kinds of questions and feeling like in your gut who feels right for you and go that route. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's such an important thing. And that's why I wanted to talk about that with you because there was one uh, specific client that we had when we were doing our van trip that you said this to that it really clicked with me because I know some of the area's trainers that they have mm -hmm. and we could totally see them vibing with one more than the other. Mm -hmm. More or less like the reasons that came to my mind were, um, more or less about the dogs kind of like the, the issues that needed to be handled with that dog and the energy that that trainer brings versus another one. I mean, that was something that really stood out to us and that's why it's, that's I why feel it was really advantageous and important to talk about. That. Yeah. I almost felt like, and I even said this to her that it was less about the dog and more about like the, obviously the dog played a part, but both trainers would have been able to help the dog. Mm -hmm. But I could also tell what energy the owner needed from a standpoint of someone that's going to coach her. And there's a balance between personalities. So, for instance, there have been times where um, even other local trainers here, I agree, would be a better fit for one client than myself or vice versa um, because we're all so different. So there are people at times that like, when I say tough love, Kate, like this isn't me being like a jerk to anyone, but like, I will be very straightforward and transparent of what I feel, um, you and your dog are going to need to be successful. And sometimes people aren't ready to hear that. So another trainer, not that they're going to like sugarcoat and not help them, but might take a different approach to be able to help that owner differently. So it's just yeah. really about like knowing 
yourself and recognizing where you need to be pushed a little bit. Cause I'm not, this is not mine. Um, this is not a PSA of pick what's going to be comfy. That's not the case at all, right. but picking, um, based on, again, a personality you feel like you can vibe with, whether that means, you know, this person's going to push you out of your comfort zone. This person's going to make you laugh. This person might make you cry, but not in a bad way. Um, I even think about, I have a lot of clients that cry. I have a lot of people on virtual sessions that cry. Are you talking about crying when you're having those tough conversations with them or just crying in general, like hearing you talk about a them and their both. relationship with their dog? But typically is when it happens is if I have someone reach out to me that found me through Roadie, Roadie's story, our mail, mm-hmm. um, when it's typically on virtuals, they'll start talking about their dog and their journey with their dog. And they'll go, I don't know why I'm getting emotional. And they start crying. And I, I, I give them that moment. I don't immediately like, oh, don't worry. I'm just like, I'm here. Like, I feel that. Like, I, I know where you've been. So I think that it's like that open door of like, you can bring your heart to it. And I'm not going to, and a lot of trainers, like that's where, you know, I'm, this isn't just about talking about Kate as a trainer by any means, but, um, you know, it's, you can immediately tell the comfortability, even though people are being really vulnerable and they probably don't feel comfortable in that moment because they're probably embarrassed that they're crying, which they should not be. Um, but that's the kind of open door policy, if you will, I want to have with my clients. I want it to be where it's like, I can tell you the tough stuff, but I can be your greatest cheerleader. And there's so many amazing people out there helping owners, um, that, I really do feel like people should be more particular and be picky about who they're working with from a personality standpoint, not just from a skill set, you know, time that they've been training and things like that, because there's so many kind people out there and so many people that really want to genuinely help owners and dogs um, and not just get them in, get them out. And Mm -hmm. again, sometimes it does feel like that too. Like I'm not... Um, bashing that either. Like there are times where it's like, all right, we've got a new crew coming in. We've got one coming out. Um, But at the end of the day, like what you and I always talk about is making sure that every single dog that comes through our doorway is treated as if they're our own. Like I say, pretend that's birdie you're looking at right now or pretend that's roadie. Mm -hmm. Um, And we really do stand by that. Uh, And so I think that's just, it's out there. And I think people just need to look for that kind of stuff when they're looking for a trainer. Yeah, not even every client is going to have tough love, kid, because every client's a little different. I think you get a very good read on that. You're so good, you know, when you're meeting face-to-face with clients during the go-home session, you kind of get a, a, a vibe of them through email and their, mm-hmm. you know, their, their, you know, conversation back with you. But um, not every client is going to have that tough conversation because, you know, it just depends on their dog and their relationship with their dog yeah. and stuff like that. But I feel like the real growth happens when you do have that tough conversation. It's a very respectful conversation, mm-hmm. but it's very much a matter of fact thing. That's like, Hey, well, it's what this- I wish I had. Exactly. Like, I, I needed that. I needed not someone to shame me and tell me like, well, this dog's going to be too much for you. Or, um, do you really know what you're getting into? Or you're doing this wrong. You're doing that wrong. It's like, that doesn't, that doesn't help anyone. That's just like bogus at this point of, you know, basically setting me up mentally to fail, um, where I could have taken something actionable 
and you give me like I'm coachable, like coach me um, versus shame me. And so that's where it's like I am always coming to the table with the things that like, hey, this is what you're going to need to do to grow. And I'm going to help you through it, but I can't do it for you. I can't care more than you, Mm -hmm. um, but I care. And that's what I needed uh, when, you know, I was really in the deep end with my own dog. And I know a lot of people probably listening already know that story. And we'll get to that a different time because I think Casey and I both have different perspectives of how that started, how the middle of um, all of it, and then the the current with him, um, we have very, very different experiences with it. So I think that'd be cool to dive into as well. But yeah, when you're picking a trainer and again, I could talk about this all day and Mm -hmm. this is where it's like, we are not brief when it comes to these kind of topics is like, me or really you. both both because then you're like yeah and then you keep asking me quite more questions about this i'm like yeah. you got to shut me up man like come on i well, can talk about this all day but i, I want to make sure they get the full picture yeah, as to I totally get why it. this is so important yeah and- but what i'm saying is if you feel like you could sit down have a cup of coffee with a trainer and they can also help you skill set wise probably a good choice that's my like yeah. keep it short and simple perspective um and again, I know there's gray areas, but get yourself an oat milk latte, sit down with your trainer and change you in your dog's world. Yeah. Very good point. Um, I do want to move on though to our latest craze at this point, because we talked about something important dog related. I want to talk about Joyzy Shore. The cab's here. Oh yeah. <laughs> Potty's here. Yep. So listeners. 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 Oh, hey, <laughs> listeners. <laughs> Katie? I'm going to pick on him and don't think I mean you guys. It all comes from love. I call her Katie. That's yeah. my thing. Katie? And when did I start doing that? It's been years now. No way. It, at Katie? least a year. At least a year. I used to only call her Caitlin and I was I was really the only one that called you Caitlin maybe besides like my parents your would parents. call me Caitlin yeah. especially my dad my mom is usually Kate or Hunt and just usually honey yeah but but I would call you Caitlin yes. and everybody else you know friends me as Kate. yeah especially friends would call you Kate and, and clients been, and, and everyone and in course, social knows me as Kate of course clients Kate from K9 yeah but I started calling you Katie and I know she's rolling her oh eyes. Oh my god! She's rolling. It's her now kind of right cute. It's like endearing now. But like when you first started, I'm like, stop it! Don't call me that. I don't know yep. why. I feel like it's like little Katie. Oh, I, I don't see it like that. You're just my Katie. <laughs> cute. But anyways, Jersey Shore. Jersey get Shore. Get to it. Let's get to it. So, what we do when we're done with our training day is we usually get our dogs outside. If it, especially if it's nice out. We'll get them outside, hang out underneath the pergola. We just we just got it set up for the summer outside, so it's everything's really looking nice out there. And then we come in. We usually cook dinner, and we kind of I don't know. Let's just we sit on the, the couch night. and binge watch TV for the rest. Yeah, of the Yeah, I mean, but like we kind of settle in. It's like we're kind of relaxing from the day's activities yeah. that go by so quickly. By the way, our days go by insanely fast, mm-hmm. um, and. Yeah, we'll watch TV shows. We'll do like two, I don't know, two or three episodes a night. They go by quickly too, which is why it's a good show. But anyways, how did we get on the Jersey Shore? Why are we still watching it? What is interesting about okay. Jersey Shore to you? This wasn't even... Okay, so we went on our van trip when? March 29th we left, right? March 
27th. Okay. We watched a Jersey Shore episode. One of my friends was here as like a joke uh, three weeks before that, maybe. Yeah. Season one. We just started. We watched one episode while she was here. Then afterwards, when she had left, it was like Monday night. And we're like, should we watch another episode of Jersey Shore? Casey's like, yes, I was hoping you were going to ask. <laughs> <laughs> and it hasn't stopped. We are on season six. We're on season six. This is the last Jersey Shore season until they start. They they went into a couple other things, but I'm sure we'll start Jersey Shore Family Vacation next. Or maybe we'll take a break. Probably not. Yeah, but probably the, go right the thing it. about it is like we watched that in, was it high school or middle school? That would have been high school. And like I didn't realize how dysfunctional it was at that time. How so toxic bad. the environment was. Ronnie and Sammy. And season two, season three. And let's just talk about the moment of like MVP, Mike, Vinny, and Polly, like exploiting women at these clubs. <laughs> like so it's bad. terrible. It's so um, bad. I watch this stuff and I can't look away. It's like a car accident. You're driving down the highway. And you can't I'm help yelling but stare. at the TV. Yelling no, at the no, TV. I'm no. so into it. Like yes. I'm like, what are you doing? No, that's a bad decision. No, or, or I'm you're laughing. cracking up and you're like, Kate, who would I be on Jersey Shore? I think I'm Polly. And I'm like, Casey, <laughs> you just want to be Polly because he's the DJ. But I told you that you'd be a combination of Vinny and Polly because yeah. you're like nice guy, like kind of quiet, Vinny, and then like yeah, party's here. I love that. For Polly. I love his one-liners. Oh yeah. Yeah. But I think rewatching Jersey Shore now, because again we watched it when you know when we were younger. Um, I have this love for Mike. Oh my god, Mike the situation. Ugh. Because I feel like I do have a different take on him. I yes, and th- and that's what it is. Is I feel like maybe the first time I watched it, I thought he was just like an a-hole you know he was just like in it for himself and now i look back in it for the women yeah well he i mean he was definitely that but now i look back and i very much feel like he was some of the glue in the house that like kept everybody together there was a couple episodes where he's getting into it with ronnie because he said something about sammy or something like that and like ronnie was about to blow up at him you know in an argument and mike definitely takes the high road you know, says, I apologize. I'm so sorry. I shouldn't have said that. But then goes on his little like headshot thing. And he goes, I definitely just said that just to diffuse the situation. I'm not sorry. See, when you say that he's (laughs) the glue, I'm like, yeah, he's like the gorilla glue that nobody can get to unstick. People want it to, they don't want him to be the glue anymore. They want to like try to get that glue apart, but it's so strong. It won't break. Um, So yeah, obviously, Dude had his own uh, complications and challenges. But moral of the story is we are disgustingly obsessed with watching Jersey Shore right now. Um, Love us, hate us, whatever you think about that. It is hard to look away. Dynamite. I can't. Dynamite. I can't. I don't. I I usually don't love reality shows, but. I do. This one. I know you do. Uh, This one just kills me. I mean, it's so good. I just I, I could watch four or five episodes a night and still be interested it was really really good when 
Ronnie and Sammy were fighting too. I mean, it was like, I, oh my God. I, I could, cannot, uh, that was like getting exhausting though. Where he like breaks all of her furniture. I, up there. I mean, that's it. so bad. And that's really like such a toxic relationship. It's not good. <laughs> and I'm happy that they're not together today because of like how toxic it was. Yes. But my God, it was good TV. Yeah. I mean, you guys, if you want to jump in on Jersey Shore, catch up on it, let us know what you guys think. But uh, Casey, I have a question for you. Moving on from Jersey Shore, because Mm -hmm. that topic has just played its course at this point. Um, Okay. So when we were on the van trip. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. What is she going to (laughs) say? No. So I didn't do a lot of driving because the van, it's not even the size of the van. Like I'm used to driving larger vehicles, but it's the height of it. And then the weather, Um, it was so windy through all of our literally almost every day of our travel there was only I think I drove four hours total the entire trip um, when we were gone for two and a half weeks and we went all the way to San Diego California and back so you guys can do the math on how many hours he drove and how many hours I drove but I didn't want to like nap when he was driving so I was like the snack person the bringing up topics picking podcasts bringing music, me coffees. yeah making lattes there's only one day that I napped and that's when we took turns driving and took little naps but we were trying to play games like I spy but literally we were only we were like in the middle of desert so it's like I spy something red it's like that rock over there yeah <laughs> um so I felt like okay we need something more interesting so we get into would you rathers and oh things no. went south in a hurry but i want to ask you a would you rather right now this is gonna be a dog edition would you rather okay, good 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 yeah it's not like the we'll get potentially to the weird ones that i asked you in the van oh my god i hope never, so never again so any of our dog trainer friends listening will feel this and understand the pain of both of these choices i gotta think about what i'm gonna ask you okay would you rather Okay, this is a good one. Would you rather have to clean bulldog's wrinkles six times a six times a day? You know, the really yeasty ones. Really it's a really yeasty one? Yeah, they're like they, that's why they need to be cleaned six times a day. So, you know, the smell and the, yeah. you really got to get in there and all I mean, that. Because we've had yeasty ones and we've had like. No big really, deal ones. Yeah. Like yeah. skin okay, is this is good. No, this is like it needs to be done six you times a day. You can smell it too. You can smell oh, it. Oh, God. Okay. So would you rather that or every other time you went down to the kennel room, you got a big clob of dog hair in your mouth that you like couldn't get off your tongue. <laughs> every time? Every time I walk in the door? Every other time. Okay. Back up before you answer this. Casey cannot handle hair. Like if he gets one single me cat hair on his tongue, <laughs> he's like, he's like trying to pull it off. It's like one hair. And I'm just like, ah, dude, just take a sip of water. You know, like it's one hair. Swallow it. He's like, oh, my God, he has to get it out of his mouth. Um, but also, I know he can't handle the bulldog wrinkles. He's always like, oh, my God. Like I really like a lot of different types of bulldogs, but we'll never have one because Casey so much not with the wrinkles so which one would you rather oh man Hair how, how long do i have to do this for i mean is it like okay a, it's just a would you rather it's, right, it's not right. like a technical like you can't add in a bunch I'll, of i'd probably do the hair in the mouth because really yeah because i'm shocked I'll, I'll say it this way when you're cleaning bulldog wrinkles especially if it's a 
if they have some skin issues on the face. <laughs> First off, it smells. It's sometimes slimy or like slimy. I don't even know. I mean, there's pasty. there's like bodily fluids in there sometimes. It's like pasty. Sometimes their skin rubs so bad, it's so irritated. It's like bloody. Oh, I hate that. You know, for it's, them. it's like that's like. Okay, so yeah, you're bad. you'd rather have hair in your mouth? Yeah, yeah. Is it like a big clob? <laughs> I said a clob of hair. Big? Well, like it's it's tennis hair ball. Like what? No, that would be like a hair ball. Just like hair in your mouth. So you're you're gonna have hair in your mouth is what you're choosing. Yeah, I mean I've just because here's the it's thing. It's like hard I, to get off your tongue. Oh god. <laughs> but I so we have water down there, so I could just like you know rinse my mouth out or whatever. You could also I, just, I just wash hope, your hands after doing the wrinkles. Wouldn't. So either one, either of them are good. No. Okay. No. One more, and then I'll stop for the would you rathers for right now. Would you rather walk down into the kennel room and, you know, have a, a poop situation in the crate with, a, with a doodle, a doodle laid in their poop? Diarrhea? Like, yeah, it's it's not a solid log. Poop soup or what? You know, it's, oh, it's like the one that almost has like, wait, is this potential like brown throw up or is this poop? <laughs> So that one, and, the, and so it's a doodle, so you have to give the doodle a bath. Or would you rather have a dog that, let's just call a lab, a lab that peed in their entire crate, and when you walk in and their tail starts flapping, and it goes everywhere, and you know the smell of, you know, that's almost, I don't know which one's worse. Which one would you rather? So you'd have to give the lab a bath too, because it would have been laying in its own urine, but like it also then just went everywhere probably into other dogs crates because of the tail so let's just um before you answer this as well these are things that have happened yes but this is not like a very often occasion but you know sometimes stuff happens but which one would you rather i think i would almost rather have the poop situation (laughs) um because i can see it and clean it up then Mm-hmm. Like even if it goes, yeah, he's hard to see if it yeah, goes other places. Even if it goes outside of their kennel and like on the floor, or for some reason on a wall, or especially if their tail is flapping. I mean, yeah, it's, it's bad. Like, you, there could be a six foot radius of and of usually if the around that poop happens. Dog. It's typically like okay, now we know there was either a problem. We, you know, are have an eye on their tummy if they have a tummy ache. But with pee, sometimes it's just those dogs that like submissively or excitedly pee until they like learn it down in the crate and stuff like that. So then it's like, you know, it's going to happen every time you go to their kennel. And that has happened before. Yeah. Um, We almost rather at that point put blankets in there and then just wash the blankets every day. Yeah. (laughs) So I, I will say this, though, like if you have multiple dogs that are for some reason having upset stomachs and they're having... Full-time job. Accidents Full-time in their kennels. Job. That makes for a really rough day. And we've had that. We had that at our, at our old place. We haven't, we haven't had that here. No, we haven't had that here. It was a one-time here. thing. We haven't had that here, but we think... Uh, it was a one-time situation. Yeah. Not fun. And uh, It was like every day we'd walk down there, open the door, just hit you in the face. We're like, oh my God. Yeah, but not fun. So if you guys have any would-you-rathers, whether they're dog edition um couple edition whatever you want send them to casey and we will answer them and have a blast doing so yeah i'll put my email in the show notes so you guys can send us all the things that we're that we love to talk about so with that though i think that we're going to end our first this one probably was a little bit longer than what our others will be yeah what are we at for time um 
I don't even know. For but Oh, okay. That's pretty good. Yeah. So we want to have, you know, these episodes be lengthy enough where you guys get some good stuff, but not to the point where it's like two hours later. Mm -hmm. And also we are filming these um, typically on our lunch hour. So we're going to keep them short, sweet to the point. And we hope you guys enjoy getting a little bit of a take of us. Um, You know, we typically are very happy, fun, but also when there's stuff going on, then it's like, this is just reality of our life right now. We're going to bring that to the table yeah. too, because it's not always rainbows and butterflies, but um, we do try to find the rainbows and butterflies in all situations. Casey's yep. definitely better at that than I am. Um, but yeah, it's, it's fun to be here with you guys. It's fun for us to do together too. Cause it's like something a little different. We're still talking about dogs, but um, it's not just us working dogs, mm-hmm. making videos of dogs. It's, it's us kind of engaging in a different way. So yeah, Thanks for being here. Yeah. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Tune into the next one because there'll be more. I need to add one last little thing because if you don't tell people your needs and you don't ask for what you want, you can't assume it's going to happen. We would love if you guys would give us a five-star review. We'd really appreciate it. And if this isn't for you and you don't love it, that's okay. Find another podcast that is. But If you take two seconds, give us a five-star review. Give us your feedback. Let us know what you'd like to see. We would love that. And again, Casey will make sure to put um, all of our social platforms. But for the first one, I do want to make a little announcement on Instagram. It's at Kane9DogTraining. You can find us on YouTube, Facebook. Our website is Kane9DogTraining.com. We've launched new merch, apparel. Um, We've got all the things. New podcasts obviously, because they're listening. (laughs) Um, We've got our Mindset Over Obedience e-course. I do virtual coaching sessions. Uh, Casey now offers video services for fellow dog trainer and business owners. Um, So we'll put all of those links in the show notes so you guys can find it. But thank you so much for being here. Thanks for caring and listening. If you've made it through this entire thing, we are happy to have you here. Yeah. We'll talk to you guys next time. Bye. Bye.